Welcome back to Drumroll. I'm way too way too inebriated. No. But welcome back to High Times with a Christian. It's me, a Christian. Today is January 14th, one day away from my birthday. Um it is 10:35 and basically this is a birthday podcast. I haven't been podcasting in a minute. In a while, I've been gone, I've been slaving away at good old college, and, you know, I really haven't had the time, the energy, the effort, really, I've been just blocked creatively, emotionally, and in any type of way, and I think that's from, A, not being able to see people, not being able to gather, not being able to, like, just hang out, but also B, just without not being able to do those things, I'm blessed to say that, like, I can be able to complain because, like, there's just been so many people, like, that have been dying that are dead that haven't made it to 2021, so just the fact that I can even complain about that, I'm very blessed and very lucky, so it's kind of, I'm complaining about first world problems, but People are going through a lot more, way worse than me, so my heart goes out to them. And in all honesty, the way the political world is, it's just, it's all fucky. It's all fucked up. But that's not why I came here to talk to you today. I came here basically to say that, you know, with me turning 22 tomorrow, I just kind of wanted to... Not reflect, but kind of reflect, have a catharsis about, I don't know, just five things I've learned, or life lessons I've learned, um, by 22, (laughs) I guess. So, as one does, I went to the notes app, took to the notes app, fingers were typing, but... Oh, hi, Mama. Sorry, if you hear a little bell, that's my cat. She just woke up from a nap, and now she is licking herself. So, if you hear that, if you don't, it's cool. Anyway, so, back to my list. Basically, I have five life lessons that I've learned while I've roamed this earth that, um, you know, I just wanted to impart, you know, share with the audience impart some wisdom but number one basically I said it doesn't matter what it is you know as long as you believe in something that's a higher power you have to believe in something that's bigger than yourself I know it's a little cheesy and personally speaking I've had something very traumatic happen to me maybe my when was this? Sophomore year of college? And at that point, I'm not gonna go into detail what happened, but just something super fucked up happened to me, and basically it made me question my belief in my God, and how something so cruel can happen to a person. But, I don't know. It's like, how, how can these cruel things keep happening to people? Like me, and I'm not saying that I'm completely 100% perfect, but I'm saying, like, 
how can things, and not only me, let's not apply the situation to me at all. I'm just saying how many bad things happen to good people, people better than me, children that have brain cancer, you know, kids that get shot from stray bullets, people who sacrifice their lives because someone is trying to kill someone else. Heroes like that, real true people that could have had meaning in their life, how how can they have a fate so cruel when at least my God is to be benevolent and to be, I guess, all loving, but I guess, I guess I'm answering my own question because like I just said, at least my God, it's, he's forgiving, yes, but no one ever said that he wasn't cruel because at least in the Bible, there's cases of God being very cruel. But I'm getting way off topic. <laughs> I'm just saying that you have to believe in a higher power, whether it's God, whether it's Satan, whether it's Buddha, whether it's the universe, whether it's... It just has to be something above you because without that, you can't... I feel like you just can't get through life without one because... Like, people who are completely atheists, I don't understand how they can just wake up and just go through life. It's like, it's like you're a sim. Like, like someone's playing the sims and you are the sim. Like, you get up, you go to work. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm a sim too. And I'd like to believe that I'm not one. Like, I'm above it all. <laughs> but, I don't know. I just feel like you have to believe in something higher. Higher than you. Higher than me. Right now. Um, just belief in something. Number two. So, even though I read in a book, funny thing, I read in this, I forgot what book it was. It was something to do with my intermediate, maybe it was a communications 300 level communications class, but basically it said, everybody prejudges. You can't get around that, right? So, if I'm walking down the street, I see somebody, boom, I've already I've already made an assumption about them, right? Could be on the way they look, the way they dress. Sometimes, honestly, it could be just like, why did they look at me? Or like, it could just be anything, right? Just humans in general prejudge, right? So you have to take it a step back and you have to say, even though I do prejudge, you have to say, they're going through some shit, you know? I'm going through some shit, we're all going through some shit. So what, what does me judging them, like, what does that bring to the situation? Absolutely nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand, okay, I don't understand how someone can be, like, homophobic, transphobic, when A... They're not bothering you. I mean, and if somebody is bothering you, I don't think it's because they're, like, gay or, like, trans or, like, a part of, like, the LGBT. Because I'm just using broad examples, like, like, homophobia. Like, people hating gay people or people. You know what I mean? Simple things. But as I was saying, like, I don't... In my mind, at least, I think it's kind of weird to hate on people that have nothing to do with you. Perfect example, 
in middle school and in high school, I was kind of bullied, like, and it wasn't even, I guess it was kind of like, it wasn't like on some, I'm going to kill you type shit, but it was just like on some, oh, you're a fag, blah, blah, blah. Um, there was times where people oftentimes threatened to like beat me up on my way of walking from home to school. And that was kind of weird because like, I don't know, it's kind of dramatic to say like I feared for my life, but like when you have like three or four dudes like haggling you from like, I don't know, 10 feet away. I don't know feet right now, 20 feet away. It's just kind of scary when you're alone. So, there was that. But in my mind the whole time, even when I was younger, my whole thought process was, why are these people picking on me? If they don't like what I do, just leave me alone. <laughs> that was my whole thought process about it. And, like, for them to get into a tizzy, it was just mad sus. Because then, like, the tweets say, why, why do you care what another dude does with another dude? Like... It's just mad weird. My whole thing about it is, circling back to the judgment point, I don't think you should judge anybody and what they do. As long as you're not, like, eating people, killing people, killing babies. Like, I don't I don't stand for all that. But, like, if you're minding your business and you're in some weird, like, I eat pickles and peanut bread type shit, or peanut butter type shit, pickles and peanut butter type shit, that's fine. I'm not gonna judge... Well, I... I might judge you... But I'm, it's nothing like I won't be your friend. And if you tell me to stop, like, hey, that makes me insecure when you bring up the peanut butter and blah, 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 then I won't bring it up. But it's just, like, for, for you to go out of your way to, like, make somebody feel uncomfortable or to make another human being feel scared or just, like, not really want to, like, live life. Like, that's so fucked up. And honestly, that's that's more of a judgment with you... And that's, that's when the higher power comes back in, though. Because with my whole thinking of the process is... Whatever someone does something, like, wrong to me, or, like... Whenever someone does something fucked up... And I'm not talking about, like, oh, you cut me off in traffic. Like, some petty bullshit fucked up. But, like, when someone really crosses me these days... I don't even really, like... It's, like... It's up to karma at that point. Like, I'm not even stressed about it. And I'm not even surprised by it. <laughs> it's literally, like... I couldn't even tell you. It's not that I'm like, oh, people always leave me, blah, blah, blah. Because that's not the case. That's not true. But it's just, like, when the people who aren't supposed to be in my life show me that they're not... Like, show me their real intentions and I see, I see the duck for the duck. If it's quacking like a duck, it's a duck. But anyway, if I see it for what it is, I think that's great. That's cosmic hindsight. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just rambling now, but I don't get... Basically, I don't get in a tizzy about uh, when people judge people. I forgot my whole point. I'm so sorry. I'm doing this trying to do this all in one take because I think it's more authentic. But sometimes it's really hard to stay on, like, a topic. But, and it's also really hard to stay on topic because, like, I'm the only person here. So, if I get, like, messed up, or if I get too far into my brain, I can't, like, I don't know. And I can't listen back. To, well, I can technically, but I don't want to, like, have jump cuts, you know what I mean? 
But that was my second point. Basically, just don't prejudge. Or don't... If you prejudge, cognitively, like, tell yourself, like, you gotta get out of it. You gotta try to take everybody for who they are. Some people are gonna be weird. I mean, I'm a weird person. And I think that's perfectly fine. Everybody's gonna have their, like, kinks or whatever. But, like... And I'm not talking about, like, kinks. K like, kinks like a... Like, kinks in, like, a water hose, right? Kinks. Anyway. I just think that you should always try to get along with everybody. And to try to make everybody feel open. And to feel comfortable. That's my point. (laughs) So, point number three. And this goes in with point number two, like I was showing you about karma and stuff. Life has a funny way of showing you everything you need to know. Don't compare yourself to others. Find comfort and love within yourself. I think that's very important. I've seen way too many friends jump into relationships all hastily and base their happiness into another person. And I find that kind of sad because it's like, I feel like they can't find love within themselves. And I don't know. I've had a friend, had a friend that um, basically she would be super promiscuous. And that's not saying you can't have a hot girl summer because you can. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying like, it's just, it's really hard to see from a spectator from the sidelines that like those those behaviors are like self-destructive in my eyes. And I'm not saying being promiscuous is self-destructive, but I guess what I'm saying is I knew that she was trying to base that happiness and place it on these various, like, hookups, run-ins, whatever you want to call them. And it was out of, like, she couldn't find that within herself. And... I guess that was really hard to see. It was kind of eye-opening, but it was really hard to see. Especially at the time being her, one of her really good friends, it was, it was sad. But that's when I'm talking about love yourself from within. And even people that I see that aren't even within my, like, intermediate life, like, these people who just rush into relationships, they're single, then they're not single, then they're single, then they're not single. And it's like... I think you need to be single for a minute to get yourself together, to get yourself mentally, emotionally, you know, sometimes even, like, financially. Because people don't realize having a boyfriend or girlfriend, it's not, like, expensive, but, like, that's a whole other person that you have to take into account. You know what I mean? And, like, no, I'm not saying that, like, you should pressure your girlfriend or boyfriend into buying you things constantly or, like, a relationship's based off of monetary value because it's not. A relationship, to me, is when one person just loves another. And that's why I get kind of, it's not caught up, but it's just kind of like when people are like, oh, what's your sexuality? And I just say bisexual, but it's not even like, the whole, like, the whole sexuality is such like a whatever term for me because it's like, I don't really care about if the person has like what the person what type of genitalia the person has you know what i mean because at the end of the day i'm not worried about like i'm not worried about that stuff i'm worried about like the person emotionally and like 
I don't want to sound cheesy and sound like, oh, I want to grow with a person. But, like, I think the more traditional type of relationship is very, it's very appealing in my eyes. You know, I think I'm a hopeless romantic. I don't really like rom-coms or romantic movies, but the idea of having that one person or just, you could have love with multiple people. I'm just saying, like, just the idea of being loved and to being truly accepted and understood by another human being I think that's beautiful and I think over the over the course of time not even with our generation but like just over the course of time people have turned marriage and turned love and equated love into something that's monetary you know I'm with him because he can buy me this or he got me the biggest ring or or he takes me traveling or they uh they provide for me financially and yeah sometimes that's kind of fucked up it's kind of fucked up for the other person because like maybe in some cases they need a person to fall back on but then again that's when I don't I I kind of go back and forth because like I feel like you can make your own way in life and it doesn't matter what you do you know a ton of people say oh you have to go to college blah 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 I'm in college and I'll tell you right now, I don't think, okay, I'm not going to say I haven't learned anything in college because that's not true. But my thing is, a job is going to train you however they want. You know what I mean? And that's what I've learned too in the workforce. Like, people are so quick to say, oh, college, you need to go to college, you need to go to college, you need to go whatever. If you want to go to a trade school because you have a certain talent for something, like a mechanic or anything... Or anything like that. Or even if you don't go to college or trade school or anything. As long as you make your way in life. And that's what like. I think that's. This this podcast is all over the place. <laughs> but I think that's why I'm so glad. That I, I'm around the people I'm around now. And I have the friends I do now. Because. The people I was hanging around with before. I just feel like their lifestyle was so stagnant. And, and I'm not saying, like, because they don't go to college that, like, I'm better than them. And I'm not better than anybody. This is not what I'm saying. So, before I say the statement, I don't want anybody to twist my words. But I'm just saying, life is whatever you make it, right? And as long as you have a plan in life, and as long as you have... A dream, a goal, an aspiration. And not a shallow one. Like, what I'm saying is, life is going to go by fast. And I, I'm actually reading through, like, all my tips. They're all blending together. Because I feel like tips is so cheesy. I'm just going to tell it how it is. And how I view it right now. But I think life is going to go so fast. And if you don't have something you're working towards, or you don't have a plan of action, what are you going to do? Yeah, partying's fun in your 20s. And, you know, getting fucked up is fun in your 20s. What are you going to do in your 30s, your 40s? When, let's face it. Especially, like, not especially, but for me, how I see myself, right? I'm a single child. I have a single mom, a single parent household. It was just me and my mom, my grandparents, my aunt. They helped raise me, my grandparents, my aunt. But it was just me and my mom. And, you know... 
I forgot what this, where this story was even going. I'm just saying, it's just me and my mom, right? And I had to, I forgot what I was even fucking saying. Okay, I have to go back. I'm sorry, guys. I know this is like one take, but I have to go back. Okay, I found my point. So basically I was saying, single parent household, grandparents, whatever, not looking at this morbidly, but when they die, when they die off, it's just going to be me. And I'm going to be the last person in my family. I have no brothers, sisters, nobody, right? And one, family name. I have to carry my family name. And I think that's why family is so important to me. Because I think there's just a certain way that your family has to bring you up. Right? And you can tell that some people are do not have home training. <laughs> like, I don't know who raised them. I don't know where their parents were. But they're not they did not do a good job because some people are pieces of shit but anyway back to my point <laughs> i think people i think when everybody in my family dies off it's just gonna be me back to my 20s 30s statement it's just gonna be me and i'm gonna have to have found a way to make money to make a life to make to just make my life comfortable without their help and I think that's what growing up is. It's making a way for yourself. It's paving your path. It's making your footprint on life. And all this, oh yeah, I'm partying. Like, I remember I got called, like, lame and stuff for not, like, going out anymore. Or, like, people thought I was really depressed and thought that like they won because like I wasn't I didn't have any friends at the beginning of 2019 and stuff like that and like while that may have been true I feel like one it was a it, I feel like I didn't need friends at that point because I had got my trust violated I had to take a step back reevaluate who I was as a person and I think that's when I started believing in God again because all this stuff happened for a reason, right? And that's where the higher power comes back in. All this stupid shit that I got myself into, all this toxic, and I don't mean like, oh, it's toxic, but like all this truly toxic shit that I was into, somehow it just went away. And at first, yeah, it was really tough. The lifestyle I had, the friends I had, I finally found a, a quote-unquote group, good group of friends that I thought I had. And it was ripped away. And in the midst of it being ripped away, I desperately clawed for it and tried to reach for it. Tried to reach for the, the, little, the little bit of entrails that it left behind, you know what I mean? Like, trying to grasp at straws. But I realized that the higher power, God, he took them out of my life for a reason. And over that lonely year that I've had, it made me realize a ton of things about myself. It made me a stronger human being. And 
I don't know. It just made me who I am today. And it made me very grateful for not only opening my eyes, but for also just opening my eyes spiritually again. I think that's the biggest takeaway I had from it. Is that for a while when I didn't see God, because again, that traumatic event happened to me. To maybe God all along placing those people in my life. To ripping them away. You know? Um, I think all of it happened for a reason. And I think that without that experience, I would have still been a naive child. And I know, again, that happened in 2019, so I was 20 experiencing the loneliest year from 20 to 21, but I don't know. I really don't have anything from 21, my my 21st year, because... I, it was stuck in quarantine. Like, I don't really go out these days, but... When people say, like... Oh, you're you're an adult at 18, which you are legally. Mentally, I don't feel like I'm an adult until... I don't know. I feel like if this... If I've ever felt like more of an adult now... Or if I've ever felt more adult, it's been now... <laughs> It's been now more than ever, honestly, because without all these life lessons and without everything that my higher power has taught me, I just wouldn't, I would be here, but I'd be, again, naive. I'd be a little child. So, what else is on this list? I'm, I totally got off topic on this podcast, but... The last thing I want to talk about, because I kind of lumped in points two, three, and four. Because, okay, so points three, life has a funny way of showing you. Uh, don't compare yourself to others. Number four, life moves fast, have attainable goals and aspirations, and do what genuinely makes you happy and improves on your moral character each day. And then I said, yeah, you may have some slip-ups and awkward bumps in the road. Um, but literally, so does everybody. If you think, okay... Like I said, the most traumatic thing happened to me way back when, and I didn't think I could ever get through it. I thought, at first I thought I was tainted, like, basically desecrated, but, you know, now, I look back and that's just small change. And I think that's a lot of what a lot of people can relate to. Like, you think this one thing in your life is so, whoa, it's so, like, uh, monumentous and so pressuring, but after it passes or once you get through it, it's like a breath, it's like a whew, you know what I mean? It's very, very relieving. And... I think that that's the most beautiful feeling ever, is to finally have that sigh of relief and to finally whew, just breathe. And that's what you have to do in life a lot, is just breathe. Like, 
I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, you might have some bumps in the road, so does everybody. And as long as you learn from your mistakes and you don't repeat them, that's what makes you a better human being. There's a ton of people who say, yeah, I've had some slip-ups and I'm learning from my mistakes. I, I hate, hate seething anger. Hate. Capital H. Hate people that say, oh yeah, I'm working on myself. But like, they always say that. And like, yeah, I always say that. And people can always say that. But you have to have the actions behind that behavior, right? You can't just say, oh, I'm changing or, oh, I'm trying to change and you never change because that's just manipulation, right? That's not you trying to change because you know that, or at least it's been brought to your attention that it's a problem. And if you don't improve on that problem, you're just manipulating somebody at that point. But that was the fourth point. The final point, because this podcast honestly has been really fun to make and we're already at the 30 minute mark almost so let's wrap this up number five if you ever have unwarranted hate or malice in your heart look within and ask why let the past go forgive yourself and this is where your higher power comes in you want to attune yourself and to spiritually tether yourself and your soul to your higher power every time i get up in the morning i stretch I do morning stretches, and then I pray. Seriously. I do it every morning. Sometimes I do miss it. Like, sometimes I'll get up in the morning, and I'll stretch. But sometimes I really don't have anything to pray about. Like, I, it's just, like, it's not really there for me. So then, once I do, like, my workout, and once I take a shower, sometimes I will pray in the shower. Because I'm a firm believer in, as long as you have a clear thought, and as long as you, like have clear intention and cl like clear communication with your God or your higher power, it, it'll reach them. You know, you don't, I, I'm a, I don't go to church because I think church is so like they're monopolizing on people's faith, kind of like cults, like, oh, God told me. I remember I went to this church, right? It wasn't my church. Like, it wasn't my grandma's church. But it was this church down south. I think we were visiting my cousins. And basically, the pastor said, and I was nine. And I remember at nine years old how fucked up this was. But he said, the Lord told me I had a vision that somebody in this church is going to give us a that or a hundred dollars in the offering today blah 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 and then the music started going and to me in my mind i was thinking how can this man at nine years old how can this man ask people for a hundred dollars so plain so, so plainly and blame it on god like that's the most blasphemous thing like you're lying on god so and people ate it up People were like, yes, mm -hmm, yes. Like, it was just very weird to me. And that's where I kind of wrote off church. Because it's just like, again, I understand what churches did back in the day. And the, the type of ritual space that they hold and the sanctity that they hold. But I believe that as long as, again, as long as you use clear intentions, you can pray to your God anyway. Like, obviously, don't be, like, listening to music and, like, try to pray. But, like, 
like when I'm in the shower, it's quiet. It's just me. And like while I'm washing my hair or like while I'm just like rubbing in like my face wash, it's just like a little short prayer. And it's just like, hey, I'm not going to say what I pray about, but it's just like, it's casual. Not too casual, but it's, it's casual. And I think that's what really helped me with my anxieties and really just helped me with life. Like, my mom, she'll get in such a tizzy about like, oh, did you find a job? Did you find an internship? Blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, don't worry. Like, the universe will put me up wherever. She's like, oh, you're so nonchalant. And I'm like, because I know that, in my case, I know God's got me. I know that he'll put me wherever he wants. The universe will put me wherever they want. And I'll be okay with it. As long as I'm happy with what I'm doing. It doesn't matter. You know, I want to... I don't think I've told anybody this. Or I don't think I've told anybody on podcast. But I want to go into non-profit work, you know? I think that's great. Devoting your soul to a greater cause. It's the most noble... Noble thing you can do. And as I reflect back on, I guess my 18 to 21, I don't even know what to call that, but that era, it was destructive in the beginning, but I think towards the end, we made it out okay. And I think we're going to continue to be okay. Um, if you got this far, or if you're if you're still listening, I want to thank you. And um, it was cool making this. I like talking. And I like talking to anybody who's listening. <laughs> but I don't know when I'm going to be making more of these. Maybe when I can get friends again to uh, be on them. But I'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you for listening.